Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. You can find more relationship insights at focusonthefamily.com slash marriage podcast. You know, when a problem comes up, it's pretty easy for me as the husband to shut down, go silent. I, I've told Dana, silence is safety. Uh, I'm John Fuller, along with my friends and Focus colleagues, Greg and Aaron Smalley. And Aaron, you do a lot of marriage counseling. How typical is my behavior, my pattern, where I go to if I'm not careful? Mm -hmm. Uh, Because it's just easy to be distant and say, later. Mm -hmm. Very common. Very common. And the the research shows that men typically are the withdrawers or the ones that isolate off. I I would say that it could be even as high as 80 to 85% of the time they are the withdrawers. Now, not always. But it is very common, and not only common in the couples I see, but common in my own marriage. And <laughs> just had a recent Somebody experience. Somebody sitting right next to you. Yeah, yeah, just last week had a recent experience of it was early in the morning. We were both getting ready to run out the door, and I brought up something. I just said, hey, I've got something that I'd like to address. You know, we can address it later on. But I goaded her into giving me a preview. Yeah, let, let me like, know what, so I can get ready. Right. Yeah, like, what now, are tell we me, talking tell about? Me. And suddenly, five minutes later, you're still talking about it. Yeah, unfortunately, the moment she said what it was, I, I one, I never should have goaded her into telling me that. I know better. So that was my fault. And number two, the moment she said it, then I instantly got defensive. Hmm. I start going, well, pff, I mean, that's not true. Or I don't always do that. Or la, la, you know. It was know. so much fun. And it just, <laughs> and it it just, was a great way to start the day. And it just set us on our typical yeah. pattern that, that we do in those moments. We know what to do to get back mm-hmm. on track. And we had a great conversation Come, yeah. later on that night after Aaron stopped. And I learned but, from that conversation that I will not be goaded into sharing. I will set a boundary. But I will let him know I've got something I want to bring up. Well, thanks for listening to the podcast today, (laughs) because that was really good. (laughs) Actually, we're going to turn a corner and and hear something uh, similar to what Greg and Aaron have been sharing. We're going to talk to Dr. Kevin Lehman. Um, He sat down with Gene Daly and Jim Daly uh, to discuss things you shouldn't try to do when there's a conflict. Kevin, let me ask you the, the, the power games that go on. I mean, oh, it's almost human those. nature. Yeah. I mean, you know, the scripture is pretty clear that we're sinful creatures. I mean, that's how we come along. In fact, Jean mentioned to our boys the other day, and I thought it was a good observation with Troy, our youngest. She said, you know, we didn't teach you how to lie about eating a cookie when you shouldn't. It just came out naturally. That's right. a great observation. Kids like just it. know to cover up, Yeah. you know, even something like that, like a cookie. Um, but you outline uh, several of the power games that couples play with each other. Describe the game you call Turtle Shell Mamba. Yeah, I like that one because <laughs> I know if, if I get upset, my first reaction is to get quiet. Yes. That's a lot of men. Yeah, a lot men, of us men we withdraw. Pull in. And it's sort of like, well, you go ahead and do whatever you want, but you can flip me on my shell, but I'm not coming out right. until I... I feel like I'm safe again. What does a woman do in that case when she feels her husband withdraw? All right. You see a pattern. These aren't isolated things. A pattern or a man withdraws. And when he withdraws, you know that something's going on that he's not happy with. It may not be you. It might be something that happened at work. But you say, honey, I can tell that something's eating you. Uh, I don't know if you want to talk about it now. And this goes back to granting your spouse respect. Because you may want to talk about it now because you see something going on. But 
if you're like Jim Daly and you go to well, go to bed early, you don't want to take on life's troubles at 8.30. <laughs> right. That's good Maybe advice. Maybe tomorrow would be better, honey. Or surprise them. When was the last time you as a wife sent your husband an email that said, you know, I stopped at Victoria's Secrets and picked up a little something. It's a little surprise for you, but you're going to have to wait till Saturday. Here's a principle in marriage. Anticipation is as good as or better than participation. First Peter 3, 7 says, live with your bride with understanding. Well, ladies, let me tell you something about that husband of yours. He has no friends. He has associates. Mm. He has bowling associates. This goes back to our arm's length. And, and younger men today who are listening, thank the Lord you do have friends now. Men are much better That's husbands true. today than they used to be. But some of us, the older generation, middle age on up, a lot of us don't have friends. You're it. And I'm pointing to Gene. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of us as men, we have all this stuff that we deal with, and it eats us up, and we need somebody to unload it to. And sometimes it comes out in dangerous forms. So you got the man who's going to withdraw. You got the man that's going to strike back and be angry. One of them I call dump truck, dump truck, who's got the dump truck? And you sort of <laughs> dump on your mate. It's sort of like you have steer manure and a little dump truck, and you've right. had a bad day, so you're going to find your wife and push that magic button and watch that big thing go, and dump steer manure on your wife. And again, you've unloaded your load, all right, but what have you done to your spouse? Or how about, no, honey, you go ahead and play golf. I'll stay home here with your with your mother. Hope you have a great mm-hmm. time. Actually, what you're saying is, I hope you lose your three iron and break your seven iron. <laughs> and so, and uh, your leg while you're yeah, at it. Yeah. But a lot of things are just sort of cheap shots, but they're just they're symptoms that, hey, you haven't been paying attention to me. You have not been affectionate to me. You haven't been communicative with me. So how, do, how does a couple start feeling like a team? We've kind of isolated how the how would they get into this pit yeah but how do they turn that around I let's think, say, i mean someone listening right now may go home tonight at the dinner table and say honey i heard dr lehman on focus yeah. today i've been thinking about some things and you know i think i've uh, i've made a lot of mistakes so the first thing is is that mm-hmm. and you know honey i don't know what i'm talking about i might be way out in left field here but and then you slip her the commercial announcement or you slip him the commercial announcement and i think we've gotten off the beaten path when was the last time we prayed together? When was the last time we did this? And and start talking positive instead of negative. Don't be bashing or pointing fingers. Okay. Use some I statements. I feel bad that we're in this position today. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, do you feel as close to me right now as you'd like to? Yeah. Well, no. Well, I don't either. Well, let, let's figure this out That's together. You know, I really appreciate Kevin's question there. What was the last time that we prayed together? When was that? And Greg, you've mentioned a lot of uh, times before how prayer has helped in your own relationship and how as couples, that's a really good go-to. Our theme this month is weddings and anniversaries, uh, milestones in marriage. What are things that you pray for Erin about and pray with her, and how have those prayers helped you? Yeah, I think that there's there's two ways that I look at prayer in marriage. There's more the spontaneous opportunities to pray for Aaron, and then there's things that I'd like to do to on a more regular basis. So kind of scheduling some some important times of prayer. Like the other day, Aaron walked in from a, a very full day of working with clients and she just walked in and she said, "Man, that was there was some spiritual warfare there. Mm. I'm exhausted. Ah, just something didn't feel right. And she's just talking. 
and and instantly I I saw that as an opportunity to say, hey, let me let me pray for you, and so just prayed for safety, protection, just for energy for her, and so I think it's those opportunities throughout the day that we're going to get. If Aaron calls me, if if we're in a text conversation, something I may recognize that ooh, something's going on for her. She's struggling. She's exhausted. Some great thing has happened. Let me hey, let me pray. Let's praise the Lord. It's that's a, a fantastic opportunity, and and I wish I did that better. Um, I, I really try to look for those opportunities. I tell you what, Aaron is awesome at doing that, especially with our kids. I just I marvel at the ways our kids are sharing, talking, and our adult kids. And instantly, Aaron's like, "Hey, whoa, let's let's go to the Lord. Let's pray mm-hmm. about that." And she. She just has a. I love how she prays, and I always tell her, "Man, I can't, I can't pray." So, like when we're together, if we're teaching a marriage event, I always make her pray because I just love the way that she prays. And it's and so I'm just saying that that, that I know that there's guys, there's women who we we feel like we don't really pray well out loud, like. Well, that was but stupid. Well, that let, is definitely yeah. a lie he believes. Yeah. Don't because, let that stop you. I'm yes, just saying, don't let that stop you. He prays very well. Not that we're grading. Well, you um, should pray about that. And it's a competition. But... God will reveal Did you the pray truth. about that answer? <laughs> yeah, I know. I think we better stop and yeah. pray. No, I, pre- I appreciate the heart that I hear from you because you're, I mean, I'm talking to our Father, having that vertical relationship with you, Will, and making sure that we're connected to him as individuals and then as couples is crucial. Otherwise, you kind of drift. And you might drift away from him and his heart for whatever he has for you today. Yeah, in in the research around prayer, there, there's two big spiritual activities that the researchers have discovered that make such a big difference mm-hmm. in the depth of our spiritual intimacy. And one is attending church together on a regular basis, because then then you're surrounded by like-minded people yeah. who love the Lord, who who are committed to their marriage. But then the other one that they found was was praying together mm-hmm. on a on a regular basis, and so I think you're you're going to find those spontaneous times like Aaron when she came you know in from a hard day that's great but but you know at the end of the day when we're laying in bed together and and just you know before we drift off to sleep what an opportunity mm-hmm. and I wish again I did that better. It's easy for me to to climb into bed. I'm just tired. Aaron might be looking on a phone, or I'm doing the same thing, and we just drift off yeah. without praying together. But but that there is an opportunity there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think the more you can make it a routine, the better. Mm-hmm. And there are right. great tools. I mean, I think I've mentioned this before. We have a friend who gave us a book on prayer, mm-hmm. and there's a morning and an evening entry. Oh, wow. And um, it became kind of a routine for us. We worked through it for about six or eight weeks, and then one night I didn't read the prayer. And I turned the light off and Dina said, guess you're not going to read the prayer. <laughs> and thus you not. realize in those yeah. moments that that's yes. become a tradition. Yes. And it's an, it's an for connection. It is. Yeah. It's, it's a connection between us and the Lord. And it's a read prayer, but it meant something to her and it still does. And so she didn't have to ask me again. I read that prayer, whether she's awake or not. <laughs> <laughs> and it may be, you know, I mean, we're talking to some people who are probably thinking, wish I had that right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there are people who are distant from their spouse in terms of the spiritual disciplines, or maybe their spouse isn't with them. And if that's the case, um, please get in touch with us here at Focus on the Family. And I tell you, it, it can be just as simple as asking your spouse, what is something that's going on tomorrow that I could pray about? 
don't make this more complicated. Mm-hmm. Like it's great that you you've got a book of prayers and you do that. That's mm-hmm. a great tradition for you guys. But for others, it just don't overthink this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what's one thing I could pray about? Well, yeah. and if you're wanting prayer in your marriage and your spouse is distant, ask him or her, "What can I pray for you?" Yeah. You know, just one thing. What's one thing I can pray for you today? And model what you're wanting. Yeah. Yeah, well, if you're in a position where maybe there's tension in your relationship, uh, we're just a phone call away. We have caring Christian counselors that will be happy to talk with you and um, help you get started on uh, maybe a little healthier path with uh, this matter of spiritual oneness. And if you uh, would like, I mean, our Focus website has a lot of resources to help further your, your prayer life. Our number here, 800, the letter A, and the word family, or uh, check the episode notes for some links. We'll also uh, have a link to Dr. Lehman's book, The Intimate Connection, which is all about kind of what we've been talking about here, uh, that spiritual connection in marriage. And we'll send that book to you as an expression of our appreciation for your partnership when you make a generous financial gift of any amount to the Ministry of Focus on the Family today. Again, details are in the show notes or call 800, the letter A in the word family. We'll have more from Dr. Kevin Lehman next time, and of course, from Greg and Aaron as well. I'm John Fuller. Thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.